0: Welcome to the Holistic Ease Podcast. I am your host, Erin Oberlander, Certified Holistic Aromatherapist, Herbalist, Holistic Health Expert, and Modern Homesteader. This podcast is where you can come to learn and be inspired about a wide variety of topics, all related to holistic lifestyle. Drawing upon ancient wisdom from Ayurveda, traditional Chinese medicine, modern sciences, as well as the art of aromatherapy, we start to connect more deeply with our innate wisdom and our inner voice nutrition, essential oils, herbs, spirituality, and faith, movement, seasonal living, permaculture, and an occasional digression into the land of the weird and funny, all these things we candidly and honestly discuss here. Why? Because I believe it shouldn't be hard to live a life closer to the cycles of nature that improves your quality of life, health, and relationships. So come along with me and let's learn together how to live a holistic lifestyle with ease. Okay friends, here we are, very first podcast and blog, vlog really I suppose it is. Welcome today to both of those things. My name is Erin Oberlander. I'm a certified holistic aromatherapist, herbalist, and holistic health expert, and today our topic is top three tips for the end of summer from traditional Chinese medicine. So some of you know my background, some of you don't. My training in aromatherapy is considered a holistic training, meaning that... Not only did I get the typical training in aromatherapy about the essential oils and the science behind them and how to apply them, I also learned about aromatherapy from the ancient wisdom traditions of traditional Chinese medicine and Ayurveda. And when we look at those traditions, as well as many other indigenous medical systems throughout the world, what we find is a very integrated relationship with nature and the cycles of nature and the seasons and there's also an inherent understanding in these traditions that we are in fact a part of nature which is something i think in our modern world we really have forgotten and one of the things i really appreciate about reconnecting to these ancient wisdom traditions is that when we understand how to work more efficiently more soulfully even with the cycles of nature, what we find is just a load of leverage for our life. We start showing up differently. We start feeling differently in our bodies. We start having more healthy expectations for ourselves and what we bring to the table every day. And here we are at the end of summer. And so I need to explain a little bit about traditional Chinese medicine and the cycle of the seasons because it's different than our Western understanding. In the West, we have the four seasons, right? Spring, summer, fall, winter. In the East, they recognize a fifth season and that is late summer. Why does that matter? Well, in each season, we have dominant elements as well as dominant organs. And when we know what our dominant element and our dominant organs are in any given season, what that empowers us to do is to bring a greater sense of balance and harmony into our life by taking what is out of balance already in nature and probably in our own body and bringing it back into a better sense of balance by bringing in the opposite element it also helps us to know how we can support specific areas in our body rather than just saying oh i need to be healthy right We're going to say, no, actually, it's late summer, so I need to focus on my stomach and my spleen. Well, what in the world does that mean? First of all, let's take a step back and look at that late summer season. When is it? When does it start? What is this all about? Okay, so here in the United States, at least where I live, I would say that it's very typical that late summer starts right around our back to school time. And if you can think of yourself even as an adult, do you have like a little twinge in you that happens when you think of like, oh, summer's over, I have to go back to school. When you start having those feelings, you know, okay, oh, we've entered late summer, it's no longer high summer, it is late summer. Late summer, I think, is for me, I usually feel it the last four weeks of the actual summer on the calendar. So our fall equinox this year, which is 2020, is on September 22nd. So if you think back four weeks before that and maybe add a few extra weeks depending on the weather in your area and how you are specifically feeling, right around there is when late summer is happening. Now, You can also figure out when late summer is happening if you happen to be a good observer of what is happening in nature. So if you're looking outside in summer, summer is like, just like when everything is happening, right? So in nature, you're gonna see in high summer, you're just gonna see like everything's blooming, everything's growing, everything is abundant, but there's a shift that happens there in the late summer where everything is having its last hurrah and last hurrah looks a little bit different than super abundant. Last hurrah looks like the last flowers in your garden start to show signs of blooming. Um, Maybe the growth on the trees is no longer looking really bright green, but it is now starting to fade a little bit and looking like the rest of the plant. If we think of late summer as as a season of the life cycle of a human, I would say that late summer is probably the season that I am in, which is entering midlife, which is that time where you still have fertility, but your fertility is not at its highest. So if you look at this, there's like different parallels that you can apply the same idea to depending on what cycle you're looking at. Um, If you're looking at the cycle of the moon, we're going to be talking not the full moon. We're going to be talking the time after the full moon, but before like it's half gone. Okay. Okay. This is for the women out there. As we are talking about the cycles of the year on this podcast, do you ever find yourself thinking about your own cycle? Yes, I am talking about Aunt Flo, Shark Week, and the Crimson Tide. See, here's the thing, girls i used to feel very trapped in my own body like it was my enemy but the more i understood the cycles of nature the more i saw that my body is my ally and when i learned how to eat for my cycle and understand my cycle on a fundamental level something most of us are not taught by the way everything changed for me instead of my period feeling like a traumatizing event it started to be a complete non-issue in my life and other things shifted too i learned that eating for my cycle can help me maintain and lose weight i learned how to leverage different macros spices and foods for different sections of the month but I needed support from an expert to do this at the highest level. Enter Dr. Beth Westy, my hilarious six foot football playing female hormone expert friend. She has created an incredible 12 week program that teaches you how to do everything I mentioned here and so much more. If hormones are something you know you need help with, I promise you, you need this program. Go to bit.ly slash hormone help now to learn about and enroll in her program and use code Erin, E-R-I-N, for an extra 10% off. That's bit.ly slash hormone help now and use code Erin, E-R-I-N, for 10% off. So still a lot of abundance in the season, but looking more at that last hurrah sort of energy. And when we talk about late summer, we are going to talk about some specific things. First of all, our element for late summer is earth. Elements are hard to understand, right? If, if this is not something that you have exposure to, it is something that will take you a while to wrap your brain around and that's okay. Um, what is so cool about learning about the elements is that just like a really great spiritual text, The more that you work with it, the more meaning that you see within it, the more richness it brings to your life. It's really the same with the elements. But let me give you a little bit of an outline of what earth energy, what earth element is about. Okay, so backing up a little bit to regular summer season, that is our element of fire. This is obvious, right? It's the hottest time of the year. By the time we get to late summer, at least where I live here in North Dakota, we're starting to have some really cold nights, like. The other night it was 42 degrees and I had to bring in my banana trees off of the deck. This is a good indication that you are in late summer. We start to notice that fire is no longer as dominant, but we are not into the cold, windy, rainy days of fall yet. We're in this weird transitional point. And when we look at what element is truly dominant, if you think about it, everything's coming from the earth right now. Everything is getting harvested. So in my life, I am, I have a permaculture farm here called Arcadia Farm with my husband, 15 acres. Everything's going crazy. Like everything's ready. At one time, we've got peppers, we've got tomatoes, we've got beets, we've got carrots, we've got beet. I mean, like literally everything, (laughs) leeks, herbs, medicines. Like it's just crazy. It's, it's super abundant. And I'm also involved with more conventional style agriculture with my larger family. And right now we are harvesting wheat and canola and all kinds of things out in the field. Everything is being brought in from the earth. The earth is literally nourishing us with her abundant fruits, which we are then taking in and consuming. So understanding that nourishment aspect to the earth element is part of this. The second part of it is that earth as an element is heavy. It has more gravity to it, right? The earth is down here. The sky is up here. The earth has a way of enveloping us almost like in a maternal way with its grounding energy. And this is such a good thing for us to have. So how do you connect to that, right? So if you think of where your sustenance for living is literally coming from right now, whether you're going to the grocery store, you're ordering on Amazon, or you're, you know, taking food out of your garden, Mother Nature is literally feeding you right now. It is, it's kind of crazy to think about just that we are being sustained so immediately and readily and that's not to say that we aren't sustained the rest of the year by those things what i am saying is that it is much more apparent in this season that these are the things that actually keep us alive right and we have such immediate access to that it reminds me of when a child is first born or they're a toddler or maybe they're still being breastfed they need that constant nourishment from mom they need a lot more contact with her a lot more nurturing from her and that's what the earth is doing for us right now we are the infants we are being fed it's it's happening in a really immediate way What I love about that energy is that if you can connect to it, you can really create for yourself a sense of groundedness that is going to serve you going into fall. So fall is going to be very different. It is a crazy season. It's what I call transitional season, fall and spring. And in fall and spring, we have a lot of instability, and we tend to feel more anxious during those seasons. If we can tap into a better sense of groundedness now in late summer that is going to serve us moving into fall season which we will definitely be talking about in subsequent episodes of this podcast so i wanted to give you top three tips for the end of summer for traditional chinese medicine that are going to enhance your life and are also going to set you up for what comes next not only that but i truly believe that when you can connect to these things on a heart and soul level you're going to find a much deeper sense of fulfillment in your life So here they are. Top three tips. Number one, really, we need to focus on hydration in late summer. There's a couple reasons for this. One is obvious that we've been sweating a lot more in the heat and the fire element of summer. And very often, um, you know, if you live any kind of an agricultural lifestyle, if you're gardening, if you're doing yard work, you are on some level, depleting some of the stores of electrolytes, trace minerals, and things that your body has. And if that's not being replaced, you can get to late summer and into fall feeling really kind of stretched out and brittle, undernourished, under- and under-energized. So how do we rehydrate the body and why is that important for fall? So moving into fall, we are going to be struggling with things that feel unstable and if we don't have those building blocks for happier moods that our bodies need we are going to struggle a lot more with that ungrounded energy that we are going to be facing in the fall so hydration is such a simple thing but it's really not as simple as just drinking water i think many of us do drink water but find ourselves dehydrated and women this is especially important for you It is just biologically more difficult for our bodies as women to stay hydrated with proper electrolyte balance simply because we bleed. And there's more. There's more to that. There's hormones that need to be processed in the body. We just need more nourishment when it comes to taking care of our bodies in this way. So some really simple things that you can do to add in really nourishing electrolytes. Sea salt. Not iodized salt from the thing at the store, I mean sea salt, and this can be so fun to play with this. You know, you can do, like, the black lava salt from Hawaii, or you can do the pink Himalayan, or you can do fleur de sel from France. I don't care where you get it, get sea salt. Why? It has trace minerals in it. This is really, really key. How to use the salt? Simply salt your food. Don't over-salt it but a light sprinkling of a finishing salt on any dish is going to help to enhance the flavor and your enjoyment of that food, but also help your body to get more out of it. Honey, honey actually has a lot of electrolyte capability. It has a natural glucose obviously in it. It also can have some extra nourishment in it from trace minerals, depending on your source of honey. Um, Raw honey is best and of course don't use this with infants and young kids uh, because there's some concerns there for them but for the rest of us having a little honey in your tea as I am doing right now that can really help to just carefully and gently rehydrate the body. Trace elements. Trace elements are elements that are missing from a lot of our food right now because our foods have become depleted. Now the wonderful news is that agriculture is waking up to this fact and they're working on ways to reincorporate those things into the soils. But until that happens, trace minerals are things that our body can be very low on. So in the show notes, I'm going to put one of my favorite products that helps to restore trace mineral balance. The bonus is that it also has some adaptogenic herbs in it, which can really help us adapt to the stress and changing conditions of the changing seasons, which is how adaptogens were originally used. And then finally, really clean hydration beverages. So this is not going to be what you find in the typical grocery store or convenience store. Those sorts of electrolyte beverages are laced with toxins, with unhealthy sugars, with synthetic dyes, colorings, preservatives, things that are not serving your body. There are, however, some very natural ways that you can find to do a healthy version of those things. So I'll be putting a link to one of my favorite tools for that purpose in the show notes because sometimes we just need something for ourselves or our kids that we can have the convenience of grabbing and going, especially during back to school time, especially when we're still busy with seasonal outdoor work. Have you ever felt a pull to go more deeply into ancient wisdom traditions? Do you feel like you are created for more, but you don't know how to connect with your inner purpose and inner voice in a way that feels right to you? Are you super curious about how to incorporate more Ayurveda, traditional Chinese medicine, or aromatherapy into your lifestyle? Or maybe you want to learn a few modern homesteading skills like canning, preserving, or soap making. If you answered yes to any of these questions, the Intuitive and Seasonal Living Academy is for you. The Academy follows the cycle of the year and is divided into individual seasons, each carefully curated to give you the pertinent and life-changing information that ancient wisdom has to teach us about what is changing in nature and what is therefore changing in us. Learn how to leverage this information for a better quality of life, a deeper sense of connection, and a soulful understanding of your own life's purpose. We can't wait to see you in class. Join us for one season or the full year Work at your own pace, at your own timing, at your own convenience, wherever you are. Go to bit.ly slash myisla to learn more and enroll. That's bit.ly slash myisla to join us. Second tip, because of our organs, stomach and spleen, Stomach is taking in nourishment. Spleen is assimilating that nourishment and bringing it to where it needs to go. We need to support healthy digestion and assimilation. There's so many ways to do this. One of them is so simple and it also helps just to balance a lot of different things in the body and get us back in touch with nature this time of year and that is to take a simple stroll in the evening after you've had your evening meal the brain responds and tells the body to digest when we are doing motion where it's like cross body motion. So our left foot's going forward, our right hand is going forward, and then that switches. That is one of the things that tells our brain, oh, I need to move the digestion. And so it's simple, it's free, it's good for you. It helps to get some fresh air in your body. Take some evening strolls. You can add more spice to your food at this time of year, but you don't want to go overboard because it can still be irritating if you have excess fire element, excess heat in the body left over from summer. And if you're not sure if that's you or not, one of the things that you can do is get an Ayurvedic profile from myself from doing a consult, and we can talk about your specific constitution type and how we might specifically support that. But for most people, a moderate amount of spice this time of year is going to be really helpful. And we're talking about things like turmeric, ginger, nutmeg, cinnamon. In addition to that, we want to incorporate more warmth in our food. So less raw foods at this time of year, no cold beverages. We're moving more into bone broths, warm, not hot soups. Um, steamed veggies; those types of things are easier on the digestion, easier to assimilate this time of year. And then we want to make sure on the spleen side of things that we're helping to support healthy blood sugar levels throughout the day. Blood sugar this time of year, even going back to the you know early on in human history, the anthropologist, anthropologists believe that. A lot of the seasonal vegetables that we are adapted to that are higher in sugar at this time of year, like pumpkin, squash, root vegetables, these types of things, were actually designed to make us a little bit um, tipsy on blood sugar, if you want to say it that way, so that we would put on a little excess weight to help us survive the winter. Well, most of us don't have to worry about that anymore, right? (laughs) Most of us would rather not put that weight on. So not that you can't enjoy those foods, but I would always like to recommend that you're protein pacing your protein throughout the day. And if you are having blood sugar issues, a couple of things to look at. One is protein pacing every two and a half to three hours, having a healthy source of protein and making sure that you're getting enough protein for you throughout the day. The other thing is long-term doing some intermittent fasting to help yourself become more adapted to having healthy blood sugar levels can really help with this as well. These are some of the things I talk about in my online course, the Intuitive and Seasonal Living Academy, more than we can go into right here. And I do have some information about that at the end of the show. And then top three tip here. So first one was focus on hydration. Second one was supporting healthy digestion, assimilation, oh, along with digestion, of course. Really great probiotics can go a long way towards supporting digestion. And if you're feeling like your digestion is sluggish, a couple of options for you, you can use both of them, I do, are digestive bitters, which is an herbal spray of bitter flavors that helps to get your digestive juices flowing. But then if that's not enough for you, digestive enzymes can really, really help to support that digestion. So a top three tip then for the end of summer, is to really spend some time in gratitude for how you are being nourished. This is how we're going to connect more intentionally with that earth element and get ourselves grounded going into fall. So this can be a literal gratitude for how you're being nourished. So as I look out my window here, across from me, I see acres and acres of sunflowers. I see some of my gardens. I see fruits. I see vegetables. I see things that I can go out and pick and put in my supper tonight. Just spending some time in gratitude for those things and the accessibility, whatever your accessibility is to that. It might be figurative gratitude. So maybe you're not needing to focus so much right now on literal nourishment like food, but maybe other ways that you're being nourished. Are you being nourished spiritually by somebody? Are you being mentored? Are you finding a sense of fulfillment in your work? Are you finding a sense of fulfillment as a parent? Just taking some time to notice, this is the point that I'm making, taking some time to notice how and when you are being nourished is an incredible incredible mental health hack. (laughs) It's an incredible mindfulness tool to just notice how much we are provided for. Um, So with that You know, it can take the form of whatever works for you. Maybe it's making a gratitude list every day of five things that you really truly feel in your soul and in your heart. You feel gratitude for those things. Maybe it's having conversations with your partner or your coworkers about things that you're noticing that are nourishing you. Maybe it is um, sharing something that's nourishing you with someone else, passing along that nourishment whether it's things from your garden whether it's um, tips or tricks that you're learning whether it's just simply sharing gratitude with someone for how they're nourishing you all of those things can help connect us back to that earth element to that sense of nourishment whether literal or figurative that is really prominent at this time of year and that's it that's your top three tips from traditional chinese medicine for the end of summer I hope you enjoyed it. Well, everyone, that's our show for today. I am so grateful that you joined us. If you learned something or found yourself inspired, please subscribe to this podcast and rate us well. And if you are interested in even more tips and tricks about holistic living, go to prairiearomatherapy.com and join the Apothecary Inner Circle by using the newsletter bar. Finally, if you found this information of benefit, I would be so thankful if you would share this podcast. I know that together we can help more folks live a holistic lifestyle with ease.